Hello and welcome to the LCS Health Services Division podcast. I'm your host for today, Tony Galvan, Director of Health and Wellness for LCS. And um, today, uh, today's podcast, we are going to talk um, to members of the navigation team from the Cypress of Raleigh. Um, the Cypress of Raleigh is one of our life plan communities in Raleigh, North Carolina. And I'm, I'm actually really excited about this. Um, you know, over the course of, of these podcasts that we've been doing, we oftentimes do focus on communities, uh, and I get the chance to interview navigators individually or, or talk to um, communities about the impact of their navigation program. Um, but today is actually um, kind of special because um, we have with us several members uh, of what we consider to be the navigation team uh, from the Cypress of Raleigh. So um, we have uh, six folks uh, with us today. So I, I would like to introduce um, Catherine Ward, uh, Director of Healthcare Navigation. How are you doing, Catherine? Good. Thank you for having us. Good. No, I appreciate you guys being here. We have Jessica Barr, um, Healthcare Navigator. Um, how's it going, Jessica? Great. Great. We have Jamicia Williams, who is the Director of Community Life Services. How are you doing, Jamicia? I'm doing well. Awesome. Uh, we also have Justine Nordstrom, who's the Programs Coordinator. How are you, Justine? I'm great. Thanks. Great. We have Katie Puckett, um, Wellness Coordinator. Um, how's it going, Katie? Hey, doing well. And last but not least, we have Nicole Hahn, who is the rehab director. Uh, and uh, the Cypress of Raleigh partners with Health Pro Heritage um, on their therapy services. So how are you today, Nicole? Good. How are you? Good, good. Well, once again, ladies, uh, really appreciate you taking some time uh, and, and having this conversation with me because I do feel it's incredibly important. You know, we've been talking about our navigation program um, for, for a couple of years now, and, and your community was one of the first uh, really to get um, a true navigator in place. And, and Catherine, you, uh, throughout your, your tenure there, uh, and certainly as you've been um, you know, working with us here at LCS, um, have been uh, from day one um, kind of blazing trails with how you are not only navigating kind of day in and day out, but how you're um, positioning navigation, how you're making that a part of your community's message and story and really how you're communicating the value proposition of what it means to have an effective navigation program. Uh, in fact, um, even to this day, um, as I'm out there talking to, you know, um, boards of directors and corporate leaders and communities, and I'm trying to demonstrate and, and give examples of, you know, effective and strong navigators and navigation programs, I, and I'm just saying this because <laughs> you guys are on the podcast today, but I really do talk about the Cypress of Raleigh's um, navigator and, and navigation team. Uh, and, and in fact, I'm, I'm always using that video um, that you guys have on your website. Um, so listeners out there, check out the Cypress of Raleigh's website. Uh, you know, go to their healthcare section and you'll see a great video there on um, some of the impact that Catherine has um, with the residents there at the Cypress um, of Raleigh. So again, I've always just, you know, have, have really respected what you guys are doing. Uh, and, and again, I think what's, what's important um, with how we're trying to position our community's navigation programs is really stressing how what navigation means is how residents are connected to all things health and wellness and how it really is um, a team approach led by certainly people like Catherine and 
and Jessica, uh, based on them being actual navigators, um, but it's how they're connecting them to a lot of what you all are doing. And, and in particular, uh, we talk about navigation not just being reactive, um, not just being when, when a challenge happens or when there's a setback, and then ultimately what you're connecting a resident to. Uh, it's absolutely inclusive of that. It certainly means those things, but it's not limited to that. So we strongly encourage our communities to position the preventative aspects of navigation as well. And that's where I think um, a lot of what you, Jamicia, and your team are doing with the preventative aspect and the community life and the lifestyle piece uh, really kind of round out um, what's happening from a navigation perspective. So, so that's where I would like to start. Uh, I want to I want to hear from you all again. That's sort of the theory of navigation that we put out there. But but I want to hear from you all, and maybe um, you can start, Catherine, and, and then we could kind of work through your team here a little bit. Um, tell me a little bit about again, f- based off of how we, in theory, want the framework of navigation to be communicated. W- would you agree that that's sort of the sense of, of of the scope of navigation that you guys have at your community? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think a big part is uh, knowing the members and having the relationships, um, identifying things that they need. Um, Like you said, not in just a crisis situation, but maybe some changes or decline that we're seeing. And then including the whole core wellness of all the dimensions of what we can do to help um, with the particular members and their needs, but also just keeping them successful and keeping them in the lifestyle of the independent living. Absolutely. So so uh, to that point, and I appreciate you sort of queuing up the framework for the preventative side. So again, in theory, as communities are, are getting this program in place and, and really being effective about implementing it, we talk about the lifestyle program being you know, this holistic and kind of multidimensional approach to a resident's lifestyle. So, so Jamicia, that, that's kind of your world, right? You're sort of at the, at the helm of that. Um, t- tell me a little bit more about that. Do you feel like um, as you're communicating what your lifestyle program entails, um, do you feel like that's pretty consistent with what you're putting out there? I do. With um, all of our programming, we um, make sure that we are hitting all the eight dimensions of wellness. You know, some people kind of think it's just the, the physical as- aspect of it, the exercise classes, but it, it's much more than just the exercise classes when we talk about wellness. So we try to hit all those eight dimensions of wellness and keeping members active um, is the key. So, Jamicia, j- just to expand on that a little bit, you know, h- how important do you think it's been? Um, and you've been in your role now there. I, I know you and I have worked together throughout the years, and you-, you transitioned into that role from a different department. And I think part of that kind of meant almost like a rebranding, right, um, as far as like your, your lifestyle program and-, and actually the idea of giving it a brand, right, and giving it a way that um, that residents would come to recognize it. And so you talk about like the dimensions of wellness. So, so expand on that a little bit with, with what went into sort of um, creating that approach and, and I guess more so reinforcing that approach um, to your residents. Right. So we have, of course, our program and we actually are doing an eight dimension of wellness rollout. Um, but when I first got this role, we also did uh, a eight dimension of wellness rollout with the directors. So we went to each department and talked about how their department could contribute to um, the eight dimensions with the members. And um, and it really does apply to all departments um, in the community. 
Yeah, so, um, so, so, so that's important. And when you think about the packaging that you've done um, through the eight dimensions of wellness, would you, would you agree that that makes it easier for you to describe your program and for you to talk about your program, um, just, just having that framework as opposed to just calling it programs or just saying th these are our, our activities? I definitely agree with that. And it helps make sure that we're providing um, a, wide, a wide array of programs and not just one specific area. We're hitting all of all, all areas. And so um, um, Catherine and, and Jessica, as, as you guys, you know, have rolled out navigation and, and maybe Catherine, you could, you could start with this a little bit. Um, can, can you, can you talk a little bit about, um, sort of the evolution of that, Catherine, you've been in your role now for, for a while and, and almost speak to a little bit how the sort of the, the scope of navigation maybe has involved, uh, has evolved rather, and, and sort of the inclusion of what Jamesia and her team are doing. So I guess um, Cyprus is now 10 years old um, and our members who moved in at the beginning um, are aging in place. Uh, we identified uh, when I was at the health center that there were some uh, members in independent living that really didn't have uh, a go-to person for um, many different things. Um, so it was the thought to put this program together to meet the needs of the members in independent living that are having some type of change in condition or some type of, uh, whether it was a, a crisis being in the hospital or just you know, getting a chronic diagnosis being, um, where do I go to next? What do I do? How do I manage this? So they developed the program to help meet those needs, um, but also from a post-acute care, when they're coming out of the hospital, coming out of the Rosewood to make sure they are successful back in their independent living home and teaming up with the right people with wellness and therapy to meet the needs of what what we've identified that it needs to be continued. Um, so that role was kind of developed to, to kind of per se put those fires out and kind of take um, members through the continuum of care, um, but partnershiping with everyone. Um, yeah, there's no way navigation could do it alone. It, it truly takes a village um, with so much going on and especially with um, our members, it may be more than one. Um, concern that we have. It may be a therapy need. It may be a wellness need. It, um, so there's just a lot of things to case manage and, and to kind of follow through on. So that's the development of the role and playing a little more role of the educational. I know Jessica and I have been working trying to get speakers and educations to the members to be um, somewhat proactive but doing that by looking at what the needs are of our members here, looking at the PERS tracker, looking at our members at risk meeting, um, to really understand what our community's needs are and then um, working to around that to pull the right people in place to, to have those educational sessions um, has been helpful as well. And then marketing has really um, took to navigation as well and really has a lot of respect um, to market the position and sees value in it where we have attended uh, quite a few marketing events to explain the role and who we are and um, a lot of the potential members um, raise a brow because they don't see this role in other communities they have visited. So it really does help knowing that there's an advocate and someone there to go to for them. 
Well, and, and, and to that point, do you think it sort of elevates that differentiation um, to not only include, again, people like you and Jessica there that have navigators on their badges, right? So that, that's a very intentional part of, of, of your role. But do you think it, it takes it even up a further notch for them to know that it's that it's certainly inclusive of you being there, like you said, as an advocate, but then at the same time, there's this there's this lifestyle wellness component to it also, right, where it's not the idea of them, you know, um, being navigated or, or the value proposition of living at your community also has this, you know, lifestyle piece to it um, that they can be connected to as well. Do you feel like that takes it up a notch? Oh, yeah. I think also, this is Nicole from the therapy department. I think, you know, one of all of our goals is to help assist all the residents here age in place. So I think we're all, all of our goals are trying to get them to be the best people they can be in their mm-hmm. homes. Um, so if that's being on an intellectual level, on a social level, on a physical level, um, so just trying to help manage that um, so that they can be um, as independent as possible and age in place successfully. Yeah, and what I really like about that, Nicole, is that it helps you guys talk about here's how we do it, right? Because arguably that's something that other senior living communities um, either say they have or at least internally feel like they're delivering on. But through having like the branded programs in place and something that you can call navigation, somebody that you can refer to as the navigator or more on the lifestyle side, you know, ha- having that like multidimensional framework, uh, again, it gives you a way to really articulate um, here's how we go about doing it. So, so it allows you to, I guess, better communicate and message what, what you guys have in place. Would, would you all agree with that? Yeah. And so what are what are some of the ways that um, you all go about? Because, again, I I think you guys are such a great example of not only launching uh, and effectively implementing something like Navigator and navigation and and, and the lifestyle piece. But what I find probably more impressive about um, um, this team here is how you sustain that and how you maintain that over time, because that's where I think um, communities um, tend to be challenged for the most part, right? We, we get excited about some of these initiatives. There's a lot of hype at the front end, but then the actual um, maintenance of, you know, the, the brand and the approach and some of these initiatives um, for, for, for a long period of time and definitely really um, tends to be difficult. So talk a little bit about what are some of the things that you're doing to help keep the message of navigation um, alive and well, uh, and again, how that lifestyle piece touches that as well. Well, some programs, we do a lot of our programs together. Like, um, for example, we did the gift program, and they see all of our faces. Um, we go to each individual villas and where we, and the gift program, Catherine can tell you a little bit about what the gift program was, but um, we actually have another program this month that we're doing. Um, and this month we're focusing on the National Healthcare Decision Day. So they see us together a lot, and they kind of, like, you know, they know that we are working together to make sure, you know, for their well-being. And I think that holds it. We all have a history, of course, of being here together, too. So we've worked together for so long in our different roles. Um, it's just awesome how we all do mm-hmm. just work together. And no one has to ask anyone twice to do something. We we get in there as a team. We all have the same goal uh, for our members. And that's really what makes it easy for us to maintain. Mm-hmm. 
So that that's a great program example, um, Jamisia. And actually, again, I'll go back to sort of the theory and, and kind of the, I don't know if, if corporate approach is, is, is the right term here, as we're training and orienting communities on how to get this implemented and then versus what I'm actually seeing, right? So, so to your point, one of the things that we stress is make sure people know who makes up your navigation team. So I, I think you're, you're kind of speaking to that with residents just seeing you guys together or seeing you guys partner. So it's not siloed, right? Uh, and, you're, and you're demonstrating that even with physical proximity, they literally probably really do see you guys always together. So I think that's a great example of um, just sort of illustrating, uh, you know, giving residents that visual for, um, you know, we're actually are partnering on this. Um, you know, and again, that, that program that you talked about is a, is a great example. In terms of getting to that point, are you guys intentional or strategic about, you know, hey, look, we're going to have weekly meetings or monthly touch points or before the activity calendars comes out, you know, we're going to touch base on, again, how to, you know, reinforce navigation. And maybe it's even through things like newsletters or uh, maybe other communication methods that you guys are intentional about, um, you know, we're, we're going to call this navigation or we're going to message this you know, specific program or opportunity as, again, kind of a, a, a navigation wellness opportunity. Is that anything that sort of goes into your, your thinking as you guys are, are planning your programs and activities? Yes, that's exactly what we do. Um, we actually have a, a printout, too, of kind of like the focus of each month. And so um, navigation, healthcare navigation, therapy, wellness will all um, submit something for the newsletter that they will be doing to uh, for that initiative or for that focus for the month. Um, but we always, um, each month, plan uh, what we're doing and kind of try to stay on um, the same focus. So, so what would be an example for this month? Like, what did you guys come up with for this month? So, for example, for well, for example, a great example is the National Healthcare Decisions Day, and so for that is. Um, Wellness, it was more of community life services and navigation. We all got together, and that's what I talked about um, this month. We have different days that we're going to each individual villa, um, and we're going to focus on um, the events uh, directives, the most forms. Uh, we actually have a game that we um, purchased, and we actually got together yesterday to play the game um, before we uh, play it with the members, but it's called um, the Hello Game. Um, and that game is meant to kind of initiate hard conversations um, that that needs to be had. That, that's that's a great example on that collaboration. Um, I, I would like to give the listeners like like another example because I think I think that's just an incredible best practice, right? It's almost like be intentional on a monthly basis. Ha- have that one thing that really stresses the collaboration uh, and and the you know the game here focusing on advanced directives is a great example of that. Um, can, can you all share another example of, of something maybe this year that you guys um, connected on, collaborated on to say this is going to be our, our focus this month that was submitted from, from, from a variety? Another thing that we're doing is uh, the eight dimension of wellness rollout. So each month we're focusing on a dimension and uh, whatever the dimension is, you know, depending on which one of us, we all contribute to that dimension and we put something on the calendar for that dimension. Um, so um, environmental wellness is our focus this month. So we actually have an outing to Seven Heights Bird Park uh, for that environmental wellness. We have, um, with wellness, doing a walk um, on Shelly Lake. Um, and then we also have a member spotlight that, that will be a, that's a great candidate for that env- environmental wellness as well. 
So, so as an example, and I think that's great, and that's part of kind of um, that. That's another recommendation, I guess, that we put out there to communities as they're getting more of that lifestyle um, branded program in place. So, so using that environmental example, um, how do, how are you connecting the dots back with whether it's therapy or or even um, navigation? Um, do you feel like there's a, there's a dot connection there? Um, is that something that you guys are are promoting as well? So in therapy, we're looking at environmentally, like in their homes, like are they safe in their homes? Do we need to do anything to improve their environment to make them more safe so it decreases their risk of falls? Like lighting, mm-hmm. modification, modification. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's, a, that's an awesome example because, you know, oftentimes with environmental wellness, uh, and while it's inclusive of it, sometimes people limit their thinking to, you know, it's, it's stuff happening outside, which, which again is fair, or it's, um, you know, earth conservation type things, which again is certainly fair as well. Um, but it's also the safety component, right, and kind of the environment around you. So I think that's a great, um, again, just best practice example on, you know, we're promoting environmental wellness, and here's how therapy, uh, one of our strategic, you know, kind of wellness partners, uh, members of our navigation team, you know, is promoting, again, kind of having that safe environment. Uh, And then I think you connect the dots with navigation with, you know, and should there be a certain service that's needed or um, uh, something, a a resource um, that a resident needs to be connected to, um, you know, Nicole, I I imagine that's where you would follow up with Catherine or, or Jessica to kind of help connect those dots. Oh, absolutely. Like we had one resident who couldn't get um, on and off our van. So, of course, we then contacted navigation, contacted environmental services, and really tried to put everybody in the loop because, you know, she wanted to be able to get into the van to get to the clubhouse in order to participate in activities. So um, we tried to incorporate, you know, as many departments as we could to help resolve the issue of her not being able to get on and off the, the van. Yeah, and 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 I think that's um, I think that's so important. And you you kind of read my mind there with the with the direction that I was going to go. I was going to start talking a little bit about value proposition to to different audiences. And so certainly your residents, I feel. Um, aside from those that are actually being navigated, right, maybe they're on a certain service or you're connecting them to a certain resource or whatever it might be, they're maybe transitioning um, along the continuum in some fashion. I think they understand the value of navigation because they're going through it. But I think about the the vast majority of your residents that maybe aren't on a given service, right, and them sort of understanding, you know, here is what this navigation thing means to me, and here's how through wellness it's helping me age in place, maintain my independence. I think that's that's probably one of the biggest values that that the way that you all are going about it um, is bringing to the table, again, through your newsletter communications, through your educational seminars, through your, again, very intentional focus on, you know, your dimension per month and just always connecting the dots back to, you know, here's what this means to you. Um, I also think um, I I was going to bring up families, actually, and so I think you addressed that perfectly with, you know, they're, they're a part of, you know, some of these meetings and some of these conversations where they're, they're understanding what navigation is because they're, they're seeing us go through it. And they're also um, kind of understanding the multidisciplinary navigation team aspect to it because they're seeing so many of us work together. Um, is there anything else anybody would like to mention in terms of families? Because I did want to talk about sort of the value to families um, as far as you all having a very well-executed and a very well-branded um, navigation program. So would anybody else like to chime in on that? I think um, I'll chime in, Jessica. Just to go back to what Catherine said about having the relationships with the members, 
Um, I know families in the hospital text Catherine all the time, and sometimes that's the only way that we know that somebody ended up having a crisis or something went wrong is that they tell someone in this group of six people that they're having this surgery, that surgery, or this symptom, or what they need help with. And I think that that's, that, to me, just speaks volumes about, you know, our navigation program and that they, the families trust, you know, anybody in this room to share that information with the rest so that they can get their you know, uh, mom or dad, the help that they need. So. Another thing that we do sometimes when we do have a member that is struggling, you know, let's say if they go on an outing with us um, or if they're at an event, we make sure we take a picture and we send it to the family. And that just makes the family feel at ease. Um, it um, just confirms for them that their family member is being taken care of and just gives them a certain level of comfort. Um. You you all started talking a little bit about you know kind of the marketing aspect of this, and um, I you know it, admittedly that that is absolutely one of the reasons why we want communities to formalize, uh, package and brand what they have going on from a navigation standpoint, and even from a lifestyle perspective. That's why those eight dimensions of wellness are important because it gives you a way of representing what it is that you're doing and it gives your sales and marketing teams um, a way to describe and articulate what it is that you're doing so that it's that it's not just transitional care that it's not just activities right so you're giving it kind of a branded name so you all started talking a little bit about just how your marketing teams um, are embracing this and so um, and I think one of you started to mention social media Um, I, I love what you guys are doing on Facebook and again listeners out there Go to Facebook, check out the Cypress of Raleigh, uh, and if you want just a good example on how to best leverage signature and branded programming uh, in terms of social media, I just can't think of a better example. And and again, you guys are going beyond just saying, you know, as part of activities here, right? Like you guys connect it back to your holistic, multidimensional approach. Uh, I saw a post just the other day uh, on on navigation uh, and and sort of linking back to that as well. So it's all about value proposition. Um, So so social media is a great example, um, but how else? Um, And and maybe let's start with like the independent living side of things. So so as that sales and marketing team is, is talking to prospective residents, as they're maybe talking to family members of prospective residents, in those um, more independent levels of care. How, how do you guys feel that they're framing navigation, the lifestyle wellness piece? Well, what are some of the ways that you feel that they're creating that differentiation and value to their prospective residents? I think our newsletter is a big marketing tool. Um, marketing hands those to prospects. And in, in our newsletter, navigation always does a write-up. Um, but then they also see all of the activities and the events that, we, that take place um, each month. I like that because that that's that's almost a great takeaway, right? Because so often we have again sales and marketing directors talking about things or, or giving a tour, right? But then what happens? Like, what do they give them to take back, right? And so I think that's that that's a great like tangible visual way of them seeing how some of these programs play out. So I, I like that example. Yeah, and I think you know marketing does a lot of uh, touring and and showing around and uh, because all of us are very active in the community and in the um, on campus they run into us a lot of times they may introduce ourselves when they're doing a tour Um, like I said they've had a couple of marketing events where they've actually had certain guest speakers um, and one of the marketing events I participated in for navigation was when we were starting our new building 
um, educating on the services we have here, but also just um, how we're a little different. Um, there's been other senior communities that have actually called Evelyn to say, tell me more about this navigation program. So we know the people that are in the marketing events are going out and asking, do you have such a role? Do you have such a program? Um, but one of the things I focused on in my um, deliverance when I was part of that was just how um, change, uh, lifestyle change, moving here, moving from your private home to a senior community, how that's such a big change in life, but also just how that all interacts with as you age in place, there will be changes as you get sick, as you have a change in condition, um, but just knowing that there are people here that care, that's going to help them, um, not just from all the angles of dimensions, but who pays for what, who who's the best to do what, um, or maybe I need a specialist. Who who is the doctor that you would suggest? Who is the one um, that you would you know consult with? Um, but just there's so many different services out there. It gets a little overwhelming to um, members and their families. So to know that there's someone that's kind of the resource person to say you know this is what I think would be best in, in your situation or. Um, you know, we just, even in the hospital, you know, I'm getting emails today from a family that's, um, I've made multiple visits to the hospital, but they've asked me to be a part of uh, physician's rounds, um, and can I be a part of that to explain what we can and can't do when the member comes back? Um, so the hospital's really seen um, a very positive impact because we're helping them, right, to get the member out of the hospital and getting them where they need to be. So they see value in the navigator role. Um, they know I kind of watch our people pretty tight. I even get kind of nicknames when I go in there because um, they know we're going to be on it. And a lot of times we, we know a lot of things um, because of those visits and helping with the members and families. But just being also a resource for the outside you know, providers, um, they see value in that as well. So we promote all that in our marking events and given examples of um, of how we've done that with observation and inpatient and who pays for what and just all those health care questions that come up um, and with our health system when there's, there's so much change going on um, there's just constant questions about all that so 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 three things um catherine that i think our, our listeners should take away from that um incredibly valuable um what, what you just mentioned i think just just with the marketing and sales um, aspect of things it's it's twofold i think number one is um connecting back with kind of delivering on the promise so so again you know you think of sales and marketing directors giving tours you know, giving collateral packets or even people visiting our website and sort of being sold on something and then the idea of how that's actually being delivered. So, so then you being a part of that, um, like you mentioned, whether it's a marketing event or, a, or speaking somewhere or ultimately or even on a tour, um, uh, you know, being being somebody that they meet, I think that's so important because it gives them that 
that representation of oh this is how you go about doing that so it's not it's not it's existing and here it is and here's who does it so so I think number one that's important number two um, back with uh, with sort of the, the presence if you will during something like a tour I think that's incredibly important too because sometimes with the signature programs or branded programs it's difficult to make them tangible and to walk into a community and how do you know that there's a strong navigation program upon walking into your community that's tough uh, and so aside from sort of brand materials and and visuals um, I think you guys are accomplishing that through things like your newsletters and, and sort of you know different communication platforms but I think even just something as basic as you mentioned like the six of you being just so present throughout the community where at any given point in time a sales associate, counselor, director, whomever, can just pull you um, off to the side and you guys know how to talk that talk, right? You all know how to represent the branded programs. You all know how to talk about your holistic approach to wellness. And you all know how to talk about your role within this this program that you call navigation and how you work with, with a navigator in particular. So I think those two things are incredibly important for people to take away um, as far as um, uh, you know, sort of connecting the dots back to what's being you know, marketed and, and advertised. And, and then the third thing that I wanted to bring up that, that I just wanted to, you know, circle back to was kind of the, the healthcare um, partnership side of things, because we've talked about value proposition to families, to to residents, certainly. But what about some of these healthcare partners, right? Like, how do they stand to benefit? And I think you hit the nail on the head with, you know, they care about quality of care, but they also care about their performance from even something like a length of stay or readmission standpoint. So I think, you know, certainly having navigators in place and having this navigation approach in place really, really helps up with that. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, but do you guys have a, a, a closed certificate of need? So in other words, um, you're not seeing people from the outside, right? You're only seeing your residents? Yeah, our health center is a closed CON. We do have a few associate members that we did bring in that were not members when our health center was very low in census. Um, but overall, we are a closed CON, yes. So, so, so the value there, and, and this is something that I think you know, you're 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 really conveying a strong lesson or message, I guess, to, to some of our listeners out there, because even if you're not seeing people from the outside, you should still care about having a strong valuable partnership with your hospital providers and your healthcare providers because it's it's the right thing to do like like you want to be a great partner um, even though they're not you know referring a ton of people to you um, that that's just part of what it means to be a quality you know healthcare um, um, affiliate partner whatever you want to call it uh, and even though because we, we hear that from a lot of our communities with close certificates of need is you know why, why would I want to instill that value proposition I don't need the referrals from this hospital uh, and I think you guys are demonstrating the exact reason why it's important to do something like that and to still let them know about your navigation program, about having a navigator and sort of what the value to them is. So, uh, And then certainly if you do have an open certificate of need, it is that much more important, but it's still it's still relevant even, even with a closed certificate of need. So uh, I appreciate you sharing that, that healthcare angle to things because that's, that's incredibly important. Uh, and as you mentioned, especially with so much regulatory change happening, um, you know, every, it seems like every day these days, so. I want to give another example of a medical provider. We had a member that moved in about a less than a year ago that we were noticing a lot of changes um, and having multiple family meetings and just trying to intervention, put therapy and all kinds of medication management, everything in place. Um, but 
one of the things that navigation does is we stay in close contact with their primary providers if we need them, asking for orders for different programs, whether it's palliative, whether it's home health, whether it's, um, hey, we just have some concerns, don't know when the last time you saw them, and just wanted to know when you're going to see them again. Because a lot of these providers don't see members once a year, um, and there's a lot of changes that can happen before that year is up. And we recently had a member that um, we called because we were very concerned about um, with his driving, and I sent her some information and asked her to do a wellness visit, um, and we were trying to get a driving evaluation. Um, but she was like amazed how changed he was and just the appreciation of navigation to making her aware that her patient is having such changes. And um, they were very re receptive to bringing them in and doing what they needed to do. But um, I think they're seeing that part of that role too is, is helping them as a provider as well. Well, ladies, once again, I, I can't thank you enough for, ta for taking the time here. Uh, again, it's always, I think, just so effective to have kind of a, a panel of people, and especially for this topic in particular, because, you know, the concept of navigation is absolutely a community-wide, campus-wide initiative um, that really is a part of the community's culture, uh, sort of, you know, just woven throughout the fabric of the community, and I think you all really demonstrated um, when done correctly and effectively, you know, all of the, the value that, that it can provide. So um, I thank you all uh, once again for your time uh, today and um, look forward to talking to you all soon. So thank you once again. Thank, thank you. you. Legal disclaimer. Life Care Services LLC is not engaged in rendering legal advice. Therefore, any information provided in this podcast, although intended to be correct, is also not intended to replace or supersede the advice of your legal counsel. Also, thank you to Ben Sounds for the music provided in this podcast.